What up, Cardboard Addicts? We're back with another great episode right after Christmas. Uh, we got some Pokemon talk, Pokemon various uh, tournaments happening around the world, uh, as well as Union Arena coming out with uh, a new release or coming out with their first release. So a lot of exciting news. Uh, we hope you had a great holiday. Uh, sit back, relax, and we'll be back to talk about some stuffs. But all right, guys, we're back. Uh, you know, hopefully you guys had a great Christmas. Uh, you I know, got this thing in the future for Christmas. Yeah, see, I got this uh, lottery ticket for for Christmas. Sick. Did you win a million dollars? Stuffers. I think Stuffers? that's five thousand. I don't even know what this. Honestly, I'll tell you, I don't even know what to do on this. I don't I even know. know. I bought Powerball tickets for like the first time in years. Oh yeah, I've never. I'm really hoping I can win because if I win, then I don't have to work anymore. And you can remember that, back, your that background yeah. will become a real background. The background will become <laughs> less green in part of it. And... <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. Did you guys? Well, I'm not gonna ask it like that. Are you guys doing anything special for Christmas? I would ask if you did anything special, but it hasn't happened yet. But we don't so. know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm predicting it was a great day. Hopefully, it was a great day for all of you watching. Um, I worked. <laughs> not yet. I drive. I, I have Christmas to work, Eve. and then I drive 300 miles to Denver. And I would drive 500. <laughs> So as people are watching Listen, this, I'm still in Denver. I am hoping I can just sleep in a little bit. <laughs> On Christmas Day? Yeah, that would be like the greatest gift. How but, How would you do yeah, that? Right. You have two little munchkins. I know. I mean, That's why I said it would be a great gift. But One who's very mobile. Yeah. <laughs> well, they both are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the little one should be mo well, pretty mobile at this point. Oh, no, she, she runs around like crazy. And it's yeah. yeah, but... Benji is like gonna wake up like clockwork and be like, "Hey, it's Christmas!" Yeah. Oh, he oh programmed. Yeah. He's, you're gonna be sleeping, and he's gonna be giving you the people's elbow to <laughs> let you know it's time to open. <laughs> he, he's been for like every day in December so far. He's been waking us up to go get Skippy the elf, which is the elf on the shelf we have, <laughs> and tell us where he is. So oh, yeah, yeah, nah. I what kind it's, of fun it's stuff a pipe dream to get to sleep in, but you know, I can still dream. <laughs> what, what kind of fun stuff have you guys done with the elf on the shelf? Um, French just I like know. I haven't done anything. I've, my wife did it. <laughs> my wife's done most of it. Yeah, I mean, I so I come Good home and at night, and they're usually in bed already, and then she'll do it in the morning when she wakes up. But the few of them I did, I put him in a tractor, and I like crumbled up some Oreos and made like a little dirt pile, you know, to make it look like he was bulldozing some dirt. Um. <laughs> there was one my wife did where she taped him to our we had a we have a floor lamp but it's like one of those big ones and it kind of like comes over in arches and then there's a light she was trying to make him like repel down off that arch but I, when I saw it I was like kind of looks like he's a pole dancer so <laughs> fortunately my son doesn't know what that is so he didn't take it yeah, he was just like he's repelling <laughs> He was just like, he's hanging upside down. What is he doing? And I'm like, yeah, mommy, what is he doing? <laughs> so, yeah. You know, I don't think we did Elf on the Shelf when I was a kid. Mm -mm. It's not. We a wake thing, up and my parents not would be like, shut family. up and go back to bed. It's 6 a.m. No, I mean, I was able to get up early, you know, but 
the the elf on a shelf thing. I don't recall it. So they, if they did it, they did it uh, to a point where I didn't have memory. I want to say that started coming around in like 2010. Yeah. I never even heard of it as a kid. Like other people mm-hmm. weren't doing it or anything like that. I like know what we did do for uh, St. Patty's day. They had us build leprechaun traps and then the teacher would come in, you know, we'd come in and there'd be like, little like sprinkles of gold dust around and all that kind of stuff. And there's rumors that so-and-so and and, like the other class caught an actual leprechaun and all this stuff. I I mean, I'm telling you what, for like a good three years, I legitimately was like, this is going to be the year I'm catching a leprechaun. This (laughs) This is the year he's like, it's like a little monologue. He's strapping up his sneakers. He's getting ready to go. He's got the Epic music playing. (laughs) Going in, yeah. he's gonna catch that leprechaun. Yeah, like I legitimately like, and my parents hyped me up. They're just like, "Hell yeah, buddy, <laughs> use that Lucky Charms box," you know. And I was just like, "You're damn right," <laughs> but no, it never happened. That's hilarious. So, I've honestly never heard of that. That's this is the first time I've ever heard of that tradition. So, wow. Yeah, that's weird. We just watch <laughs> movies, and then uh, we used to open presents. But yeah, well, they didn't really have like electricity and all that back in your time. No, we had to use it by candlelight. Yeah, just dinosaurs like, and actual we'd, set, we'd, we'd set the actual tree on fire so that we can uh, feel so, warm. All right. Oh, wait, you celebrate Yule? Thing. Here's the thing. I was thinking about this. You guys know that one song? Um, I can't think of which Christmas song it is now. Grandma one got where... run over by a ranger? No, 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 no. Uh, well, it has something to do with Mariah Carey. No, 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 no. no. In, this, in the song, though, there's a lyric where it's like... the Christmas? Listen, 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 listen. There's a there's a lyric that goes something along the lines of like, uh, there'll be uh, stories of Christmas past or telling like scary ghost stories and stories of Christmas past or something. Why the ghost stories? I've never understood that of that song. That's the whole Charles I Dickinson. I don't know. The ghost of Christmas past. That's basically telling a horror, you know, ghost story. But I mean, if you think about it, didn't Christmas and like Santa and all that originate with German pagans anyway? And they had Krampus and all that too, which is like the same Krampus the... is a whole fucked up thing in its own thing, right? But it yeah, all it originated. They from, put it in Call like, of Duty, by Germanic the way. Germanic pagan people or something like that. Oh, the, it's it's commercialized for the for the fullest <laughs> now. It's in Call of Duty. Yeah, <laughs> for real, Duty. they come out during for like two weeks during the Christmas season. There's the Krampus thing and. All of a sudden, you just start getting hunted by Krampus. It's this big, angry oh God, man bear pig thing chasing after you. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I hear that now, I just think of that episode of... Um, uh, uh, no, what's the... Ah, shit, what's it called? The one you used to send us the clips of all the time. I the, think you should leave. Yes, that one. But the one, the episode where he his neighbor released oh, yeah. him into his house. Yeah, he's like... I haven't been able to sleep because my wife got flipped over by a by a dancer eight times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that was a good episode. Oh that god, that's like the very first one, dude. But anyways, yeah, moving on. I guess to the actual meat and potatoes of this episode. Uh, yeah, you know, we should get into the over. TCG talk. But let us know how your holidays went if you celebrate. <laughs> I'm uh, just Christmas. gonna say this is what'd you I get? Hope. You know. I hope Red's kid comes walking into his room just chucking nostalgics back at him, like time to get up. Time to get up. Get me right in the jugular. <laughs> He's got to train his Viking his Viking ways, you know, and 
Why Sharp dominance at a young age. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like steps on your throat. Like, Let's well, go. See, so what, what he doesn't know yet is he's getting one of those booster boxes for Christmas. And so usually he comes in and we open one pack a day. And I just try to limit it at just that. So that way. He's got that gambling addiction. Yeah. Yeah. He's got the gambling control addiction. control gambling addiction. <laughs> we but, limit it to one gamble a day. <laughs> <laughs> right. Poor kid. But you know, for Christmas, I'm like, I got that that free case of first edition base yeah. set. So I'm like, I'm gonna give him a whole box and just let him go to town, make it Oof. make it special. It's probably gonna be the most crazy box ever. Yeah. Yep, yep. I'm gonna have sleeves Legit. ready. So Everything somehow with the signatures in there somehow. <laughs> Bro, listen. I mean, we we do open up some of the uh, sleeve packs sometimes too, and I keep hoping. I like I'm I tell him like you pick it out. You open it. I'm not touching it, and just like give me your magic, but it hasn't happened yet. Mm. So you're enabling his gambling addiction and hopes for your benefits. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm an awful dad. <sighs> you heard it here first, folks. Meat and potatoes, meat and potatoes. <laughs> I'm an enabler. <laughs> have it for Christmas for foods. I don't know. You don't know what you're having, or you had. I definitely don't know what I had because <laughs> I don't know what I'm having. Oh. I think it might be turkey. I'm not really sure. Mm. It's not my turkey turkeys. for Christmas. Ham is overrated. Yeah, but turkey's a normal turkey ham. Sometimes you get the lamb. Normal. Oh yeah, but you I guys celebrate had... like actual Christmas Day, also. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not really <I'm> sure. sure. <laughs> well, I mean, technically. I mean, well, we, we celebrate uh, Christmas Eve. So what are you doing on Christmas Day then? I mean, we we kind of celebrate a little bit, but we basically we just like open up some gifts and then we'll like just go hang out at like my niece's house or something like that. For But like see, you know what? Together. Stuff like that is not even a celebration. All right. Let me just let me go to my soapbox here real quick. Okay. I right. work retail. Here. Christmas Day is the only day <laughs> I get off for that week. I don't even get like my normal days off. I normally would. I have to spend it waking up early for my kids. No big deal. And then I have to go to my in-law's house and spend hours with them and eat and do all the things. And then I got to go to my parents' house and then I got to go to my sisters and all that for my kids to get their gifts. And it's just, it's chaotic. Sucks having family. Yeah. Right. Don't kids don't get married. Don't have other kids. Family's bad. <laughs> Keep it in your pants. In two or three generations, society will just crumble because nobody's had kids. That's what we need to do. This is going to be a big pile of a bunch well, of guys having sex with Nick each Cannon. other. Nick <laughs> Cannon. Oh, Nick Cannon's on like his 14th child this year. So yeah, He alone will, so will he's alone carry all of humanity <laughs> over. Yeah, him, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill's got like eight baby mamas this year. Uh, so it's, Dang. yeah, I mean, well, you're, you're rich, rich. I mean, it doesn't really matter, I guess. Yeah. Who cares? Compensation wise. Most. I mean, you know, being a father, <sighs> yeah, we can't all learn how to be a family man. You know, it takes a, a true dedicated, dedicated family. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Family I, man. You know, honestly, I don't even think I'm a family man still. I know I'm not. You, you gotta be unemployed <laughs> and dedicated to medicine. Into it. I don't think I've, it's I've that much that. dedication. Well, look, <laughs> Look, for real, for real this time. On to the meat and potatoes. We've got a crazy topic. 
Tazy it's crap. really crazy. Is Pokemon dying? Are we back no. in the pre-COVID era? Are we no, about to see prices plummet? Junk we... wax era. Yeah. What what are we seeing here? I don't uh, know. What are you seeing? Because let's let's have a discussion. Let's, I think you're let's on debate. some drugs. Well, I don't well, know. I, I'll say this. Uh, I... You're like the only one here who doesn't buy anymore. Even Sudon buys occasionally. Yeah, that's true. So, so I mean, but that contributes to why people think Pokemon's in this dying era. It's because See, things are being left on the shelf and nobody's buying it like they used to. I disagree that it's fully dying. I think, though, what has happened is because they ramped up the printing so much, they are solely relying on artificial hype and Charizard hype to the point where the Charizard yeah. hype is not good enough. And this artificial hype has to be artificially induced. I don't even understand. I really do wonder if there's like a paid so person out there to make something they popular. Influencers? Like, well, it's, you it's gotta have cred. You gotta have cred. Or <laughs> gotta else, have your or cred. Else. Gotta have your cred. <laughs> um, no, Leonhart. I don't know. Is Leonhart not making videos anymore? I know he's the no, sole he reason is. why people. No, buy he Pokemon. he is. But with with Leonhart though, he's actually branching out to other TCGs as well because I've seen him doing some Lorcana and some One Piece as well. So yeah, I don't think he he's just like he's out of our Pokemon. Well, but I think. The thing I, yeah. I, I'm not going to go on the Leonard tangent. We'll just stick kind of with the Pokemon dying. The thing to me though is like it's funny that even like the Charizards. I mean, there's going to be like because when they put Charizard in the set, they usually just like shotgun affect it, and so there's like four or five in the set. It's not just like one or two at most. One of those cards will be insanely priced. So like shiny treasures right now, the one uh, shiny um, terrestrialized. Charizard is like two hundred dollars, mm. but the rest are like under a hundred. Like, is it playable? A couple of them are like twenty. But this is also pre-English being released too, so that's kind of like it's the also true for the storm. And the set you figured just released what like a couple weeks ago, so it's not like it's that old yet. Either. But considering yeah, considering though the like yeah, I guess considering the prices of uh, like the previous sets with uh, with the full arts, those like you know. Art, special arts, or whatever. Yeah, SARs the, and all that. that were really, really expensive. I mean, the two hundred dollar Charizard is really not that bad. No, and that's the thing. Like, it's like weird because even like for the Japanese um, Obsidian Flames, right? I think still the SAR Charizard from that set is like, oh, like two hundred, three hundred dollars or something. So it's you know really expensive from a single card perspective. But the next expensive card is like way on down to like under a hundred dollars you know but the boxes you can get for really cheap like 70 bucks you know yeah some people have been selling them for even less than that coming and up that's the Christmas. same with with shiny treasures it's the same with shiny treasures you're like on tiktok and stuff with all those weird deals take that how you will it's tiktok if you can get your money back maybe it's worth a gamble but do your due diligence um you're seeing I, deals i've seen i've seen a lot of like people talking about it and like posting on Twitter and it's actually good. Well, it, it just depends on who you go through. You know what I mean? Right. Kind of like anything, but yeah, I, I've, I've seen people claim to get shiny treasures as low as like $45. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. You know, and now I, I, think I don't have, I don't have TikTok because I was banned. So, <laughs> but you know, it's one of those things. I think Wait. that's the weird thing though, is like TikTok or not TikTok, 
shiny treasures still has that iona uh sar like the special art one that's like 500 dollars. you got banned from tiktok yeah the chinese apparently don't like me i don't I don't fucking know. <laughs> I just, do? I just did show off. I didn't do anything. Or what did I know? I, I legitimately hadn't logged in for like he six posted months. Winnie, Winnie the Pooh. Oh, oh, you didn't feed the monster, so the monster got mad. Okay, yeah, I, I didn't log in. Sure. I didn't log in for a long time, and then when I came back, it was like uh, I know, just so create a new account. You did your a account like or some shit like that. Create an account just to buy your shit and move on. I have yet to buy anything. I've thought about it a couple times, but I have yet to actually buy anything. I don't even. And it's funny because TikTok, <laughs> huh? You can buy things on TikTok. Apparently, yeah. TikTok shop. They got a whole. Where have you been, bro? Thing now. They. I so just look at the sh videos that I look at. Uh, uh, whatever they. Uh, yeah, we know what you look at. You sick. I look at the big booby girls. I don't care. All right, but the thing is, is you know what? <laughs> I, 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 it's, it's fun. But that's all I care about. I mean, I'm not going like every so often mm -hmm. I do see those like breaks pop up on TikTok and I think I'm like, move on, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know for how. Sure, for sure. But well, so the thing that gets me though is, you know, it's one of those things, it's like you you see the deals and the deals come and go with TikTok. So like I've seen people like post it and within an hour, I'm like, Oh man, like $45. Like I can't really pass that up. You know what I mean? Like that's like actual retail price for these boxes go on there. And now, you know, it's, you know, back up to like 65 or so, which is still a great deal. I mean, $65 for the newest, you know, high class set and all that would be a steal. It's just, you know, I'm like, eh, you know, it's Christmas time. I've spent enough money, like maybe after Christmas, whatever, but I'm just surprised that it's weird how these boxes are not that expensive. You figure 2021 Japanese was like near impossible to afford. And the start of this year, actually, even it was near impossible to afford. Cause those, you know, one off Miriam and episode where we were talking. Yeah. About, yeah. Not several. And it's like, that's, what's crazy though, is now the boxes are really affordable to a degree anyways. And the cards, there's only like one or two cards that kind of hold any value. But it's like, I don't know, it just seems so artificial. And like the English side, that doesn't carry over at all. Like the Miriam card from the beginning of the year is down to like 50 bucks, I think. And it's like the most expensive card from that set. Last I knew. I, I think it's it like an immediate like drop from like English to Japanese to English. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, you figure from Japanese, I think the beginning of the year when that came out, that card was like raw, if you pulled it, was like five or six hundred dollars, maybe even up to a thousand. And well, then when it say ten. Well, PSA 10 was expensive. You know, that was yeah. even crazier. Oh, now I don't know. For Japanese, I'm sure it's still a good bit, but, you know. Well, because I'm like, just for reference, that Miriam alternate art is market price right now of $24.98 on TCG Player. English. Yeah, and see, that's what I was going to say. It's like when it first came out in English, it was only like, I think about $100 raw, like immediate, you know, opening weekend, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. then immediately dropped because everyone was pulling it you know and then next thing you know like within a couple weeks it was down to like 70 and then you know within a month it was down to like 60 50 bucks whatever well, so it's it. just go ahead i mean ren you know better of all of us at this point you're on the TCG path master 
I am becoming the very best. In this, is the Charizard a playable Charizard from that set? That's what I was asking earlier. Like, is from Obsidian Flames? No, yeah. from uh, Shiny no. Treasure. Shiny Treasures. Well, I think it's a reprint of the ones from Obsidian Flames. I'm pretty sure. I, mean, I was asking, like, sure. a V Star. Is it a reprint or just a? No, it's not a V Star. It's, it's an EX. It's just a regular. EX. Let me look it up. But I'm I'm fairly certain that it's just a alternate. Art reprint of the Obsidian Flames Charizard, and if it but is, that's the thing. Like, it and it is very playable. The price of it, at least that particular one, the SAR, has it most likely is not super influenced by playability. I mean, playability would probably affect it a little, but it's the top Charizard, which is funny um, because it makes the it is, other ones the like what playable. Yeah, it's it's literally. It's got the same text as the Charizards from um, Obsidian, Obsidian Flames. Flames, so it's it's just an alternate art version of like the cards that I run in my deck. Right. So I'm, but I'm just I'm thinking like, especially Japanese so far. Like I'm obviously the you know over in Japan, but here you wouldn't play Japanese cards, right? They'd have to all be English. Right for official things. I mean, if you're playing casually, I mean you can do whatever you want. Yeah. So I'm just wondering if that's like the thing then, you know what I mean? Like just solely like collectability, I guess, like is what you were seeing with some of these prices from Japanese side. But yeah, it's mostly collectability. That's the thing though. That's interesting is like you were kind of getting at, and I think you mentioned it earlier, like when we first started this topic, but like in the English side, all the prices have tanked. You know, like the current modern day stuff. There's not really cards that hold a crazy ton of value anymore. Besides, you know, like I said, the one-offs with like the Charizards and, you know, those type of things. Iono, for whatever reason, is another super popular character that everyone's just like gung-ho about. But it's but weirdly... Even in the English side, I don't even think she's that much anymore. Well, I don't know. That Iono SAR from Paldea Evolved is probably a good chunk. Um, $70. Yeah, I guess it's still up there so right. i mean nothing crazy but so i downloaded the tiktoks okay and uh <laughs> zen's still 15 minutes behind here <laughs> so i downloaded the tiktoks i want to see what the prices were and all that crap and they got the the shiny treasures boxes for like 60 dollars, but then there's a 40 percent off yeah i mean like 40 percent off 60 dollars that right the thing is, they'll get you is shipping is going to be like ten or fifteen dollars. It says free shipping. But, uh, it might be then. I don't know. Every time I look, it's not. So I'm just like sick. Yeah, no, it it oh, says free shipping, and there's like fifteen thousand sold, and like a four point nine star rating. So I mean, that, that's pretty good. Unless it's bots that are, you know. But like I know TikTok also, if you get like a you know scammed box, like if you can prove like if it's already opened or something like that, you know they're pretty good about trying to get your money back, from what I've gathered. Um, but you just got to read the bylaws whenever you go to buy it, because I, th- I guess they can put on there like no returns and stuff, kind of like eBay and all that. So, um, but yeah, I'm just I'm curious though, like because you mentioned it in your video you posted what like last week or something, Ren, like the idea that we're starting to see a lot of the big box stores with products that don't sell at all, you know, certain ETBs and certain yeah. you know, types of collection boxes kind of going back to that, like pre COVID era of, Hey, I can walk into Walmart and find discounted boxes of sorts. Yeah. It, it, 
So I think there's, I think there's a lot of factors that kind of go into it too. You know, I don't think it's just one solid thing. I think there is like the overprinting or, you know, since there's been such a high demand over the last couple of years, they're, they're finally starting to print at that high demand level. Um, People are obviously just not investing into Pokemon or buying into Pokemon as much anymore since the economy is really sucking. And then and their prices increased. Yeah, the prices have increased. And then right now, since we're kind of going into the holidays, there's been an even more of an influx of supply hitting shelves. So I don't know, you know, what route it actually is going here. But yeah, there's definitely been um, I should have even taken like a picture of it today at the time, you know, the recording to show there was so many like collection boxes that had the rollback price stickers on them. ETB, That's kind of funny. Those ETBs you showed had a $40 price sticker. Yes. Like, yeah, <laughs> Scarlet and Violet base set ETBs for 40 bucks rollback, which I mean, technically they are considering the MSRP is still is like 50. I need the now. red one. Well, you're in luck. Check out your <laughs> Actually, that was the only one they had left was the Coridon ones. Everybody bought out the Maridon ETBs today. So. It's gotten to the point where I don't even uh, go to the Walmarts. It's got, it started that probably about this time last year. It started actually becoming bought out for some reason for the longest time for the first full like six months that i lived in this area nobody was buying it out and then i moved here and somebody's like there's a powerful influencer in the area i have to buy up all the pokemon <laughs> shit and make it so that he can't do anything but not that i really plan to i bought the one meta zoo and then everything was down you still gotta do that off-roading pack opening <laughs> off yeah I gotta do a whole. I have a whole like series of off-road series planned. I, I dude, on does the whole Jeep thing where you like climb a rock with one wheel. (laughs) Dude, I'm like, I pulled into my driveway four wheel, open a pack, go through the McDonald's drive-through four wheel. What you gotta do is set up a tripod so when you pull up, you just kind of pull up, slam on the brakes, hop out, and you're like, look, pull four wheeling. Oh, well, the man. point is, is they started actually like disappearing, but then they started condensing it down, replacing the 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 places that they had Pokemon, you know, other types of card games with Bronco T-shirts and uh, get your Colorado swag type stuff, you know, like the stupid stuff they put at the front of the store, and then they started really you know, reducing it. There was a more of a uh, women's basketball card section than there was a Pokemon card section. And it's really weird. I just don't think anybody bought it, and it's just been sitting there for years. And they don't know how to cre- clearance that. But it's just really odd. I mean, it's watching it go, go, go. So I just stopped going. You know, well, and you know, it's funny you say that though too, yeah. because I've heard other people kind of say similar things as well, where like their se- their cart sections have just gotten smaller over time. Mine and then my store weird. that I'm at, like they've literally expanded. So, like, the way Walmart and a lot of stores do is they have these four-foot section shelves, and then, you know, like, the the one, like, shelf unit is just four foot, and then you can add a bunch more on or whatever. So the cards, all of the trading cards, including sports, used to be on two four-foot sections, so eight-foot section total. And then they had batteries and, like, as-seen-on-TV stuff on the other four, uh, two four-foot sections. Mm-hmm. Now... It's literally the entire 
thing. So 16 feet of shelving is nothing but trading cards. So, wow. but, you know, it's just, it's weird that stores Jealous. like your Sudan have minimized and really diminished and the then there's stores like mine that are like, we're just going to double <laughs> the space yeah. to put out there. I got hired on at uh, the Walmart on the other side of town because there's two big Walmarts in this town. And then there's a couple neighborhood markets. Those don't count. Uh, although, today the neighborhood market, I did see the uh, holiday set for the toothbrush with the Pokeball toothbrush cap. I was almost like, for 10 bucks, that's not bad. I need some teeth brushing. But, I'm not even going to lie. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> it's a gift set. You know, they do those box sets, and they come with toothbrushes, and they had a little yeah. Pokeball for the top that you put on top of the toothbrush for a travel kit. Come on. You know what I'm talking about. My um, son would probably want something like that, too. It's for kids, but it was the one thing I saw at the neighborhood market. You know, <laughs> they didn't know this forty-one-year-old man was going to come through and be like, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> I need my ibuprofen, and I was like, "Hey, I might need a toothbrush set," you know. But you know, it was just <laughs> the targets. Even started Maybe I'll brush my teeth. Today. I don't know. The target used to have a section in the did. toy section, and then they used to have a section in the front, and they used to have a section in the electronics. They removed the Pokemon section from the electronics and they put it to the toys, but there's still a presence up front and it's relatively stocked at the Target. But the other Walmart has reduced itself down too. They have what little they do in severely, you know, security case, like everything's boxed, you know. And it's like, I, I, I'm just wondering, like, is this like we're just seeing that happen or is there actually like, a lull going like people are waiting for this shiny treasures and then they're gonna buy like crazy i think it's the fact that the collection boxes just as a whole never have done great other than for subsets uh just because yeah. you know obviously the subsets have special whatever in it you know the shiny pokemon typically whatever but from the regular packs that come in regular collection boxes they usually don't do too well um and so those ones are the ones you are not surprised to see discounted and stuff, but seeing like ETBs and stuff that don't sell, that's a little more surprising um, in the sense of based on what we saw from like the end of 2020 up until like the beginning of this year um, prior to that, you know, prior to like COVID it was nothing to see, you know, sale ETBs, you know, go in and see shining uh, legends and dragon majesty sometimes on sale and stuff like that. Uh, and the wall of burning shadows ETBs, they would, <laughs> right. they would like literally get pallets in and just and clearance 25 bucks. That's what's wild is like, I can see us kind of getting back to that, which I wouldn't, I mean, I'd love that, you know, cause I, yeah, I would that's been, it all. that's been my biggest reason for not buying as much product is the fact that, you know, it's not cheaper, you know, like I've, I've actually scored on some, you know, booster boxes and stuff because the booster boxes of all things, you know, things that you're somewhat guaranteed pulls from. To like to a certain degree are way cheaper now you know than they were like the beginning of this year you know boxes were dropping and they were that you know oh it's like a hundred ish 110 whatever but now it's like we're seeing a lot of under a hundred dollars you know what i mean even for brand new sets obsidian flames being a charizard set um all the boxes i got were under a hundred dollars you know uh and during the holidays, I mean, crazy sales have happened. Like I picked up a, a base set Scarlet Violet for like 70, bu uh, 70 bucks, 72 bucks, something like that. And That's I've seen crazy. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I mean, and I, I've seen a couple <laughs> of different ones. It's usually specific sets. Like, so like not obsidian flames and stuff. I've even seen um, 
battle style still going for like 90, 92, maybe, you know, and you're talking about a, a couple years old at this point. So I think we're kind of hitting that lull to a degree. I think there's just going to be the hype for the subsets going forward. And then probably like certain sets kind of, kind of like what we've seen in the past, you know what I mean? Like a certain set is going to draw a certain hype. Um, but it kind of seems like we're getting back into that era where, you're going to have like your kind of more diehard Pokemon fans slash the people who play being like the main drivers. Mm -hmm. And because they're printing at the demand level of what was like 2021 and 2022, it's going to be like, Hey, we have a constant wave of too much product, you know? So after a set drops, Steam Siege round two coming your way. Yeah. The, the thing is if you're someone who's <laughs> running like cheap product, Unfortunately, I feel like booster boxes and stuff, what you're going to have to do is wait a couple months and then see the sales hit where people are like, hey, okay, this was a set, didn't have Charizard, didn't have any like hyped Pokemon per se or, you know, hyped trainer in it. So now right. we're kind of offloading these for as low as like 80 bucks, you know? Um, and I mean, obviously it's a gamble, you know, if you, if you do wait too long, maybe the sales are missed, but you know, it's kind of up to you to decide, I guess, what you can and can't afford, all that kind of stuff. But that's the thing I, I kind of see is going that route. Um, you know, obviously, I could be totally off. I just don't see based on how things are looking from the English side. I mean, the Japanese side is even kind of coming down. Most of the sets when they first drop now are still under $100, which is funny because they used to not ever be that hard to get. But prior to this year, at the beginning of this year, even, you figure like base set Scarlet and Violet were insane priced. You know, like yeah. it was... $200 for one box and like 110 for the other, you know? So I don't know. That Iono. <laughs> well, that was the Miriam one. Um, or and, Miriam. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. But each one had that one waifu trainer, you know, we had the waifu tax we were paying and I guess we're still kind of paying it, but it's just, I'm curious. I don't know. The waifu tax has really started to drop, but not to the fullest. You figure. No, no, again, like just, not, to, not to where it used to be, but. That shiny treasures I own is like uh, it was five hundred dollars. What like two weeks ago when we recorded? Now I don't know what it's at now, um, but I would imagine it's still at least got to be a couple hundred. Up and get it going, and then after a few months, it'll be back down to less than a hundred bucks again. And not on the Japanese side, I bet I, I could be wrong, but I doubt it on the Japanese side. Uh, I don't know. I... What does this set do out in English? Uh, sometime Janu in January. I think it's the second week of January. Yeah, maybe like January 10th or something like that. I don't know. It'd I guess I can look it up. Really here. cool to see what the pre-order numbers are, which nobody will have or nobody. Well, that's the funny thing. I've seen a lot of the um, the pre-order prices for like ETBs and stuff um, are pretty low. It's January 26th is the date. Oh. Um, but like I've seen ETBs for you know because it's a special set, so ETBs should be like fifty five dollars. I've seen them already as low pre-orders guaranteed type of deal um, for like forty five. So and that's you know set hasn't even dropped. <laughs> so ECG like, player, you can get the um, ETB for forty one dollars pre order. Right, you know what I mean. So that's that's the thing. Like the English side is going to be great for collecting, uh, and you know obviously easier for us to obtain too. So not as much hassle. A bunch of stickers. What? Because it's all stickers. I don't think it's really that collectible. 
Well, like those new oh, three packs or whatever are now sticker yeah, oh, packs. Oh, they have the stickers. Yeah, they're not like, sticker we're packs. They're stickers sticker promos there. or something like I that. I forgot about Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, so that, yeah, sure. But I'm just saying like from a, you know, up, you guy. can walk into. I forgot about it, man. I turned 30. I'm old now. Golly. Um, <laughs> Welcome oh, to the please. club, brother. I'm just, I'm just saying though, like, I think that's the interesting thing though, is like from a Japanese perspective, obviously for us to want to get Japanese stuff, unless you just have a really cool store around you that, you know, collects a lot of Japanese product to sell. I've never had that. So I can't relate, but you know, you're probably having to buy it online, buy it from this person, go through this person, wait for it to ship to you, all these things, all these hoops to jump through versus you know, yep. if you're able to go to a Target or a Walmart, buy a Paldean Fates and just buy a box however you want. Or, you know, if your LGS has it for cheaper or whatever. But easier to obtain, I would say. And also less likely to get scammed, it seems like. Because the Japanese stuff, you still hear about stuff that, you know, with scams. I'm not saying you're guaranteed to get scammed, but, you know, potential. Um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've seen that Charizard. Um, Did you see but the I don't know. Yeah, that's the not shiny one too well that one is shiny it's just not the alternate art looking one. Oh yeah that's, that's the, the one that's barely one. shiny but i think that so, so for those who you know are listening in i just sent grumpy the link to the shiny charizard ex the regular one um from treasure like shiny treasure ex and it kind of goes to what you were saying earlier about how you know like they're there was a Charizard in the set. They automatically were just astronomically priced. It didn't matter. Um, and I know there is an alternate art one in here that is still really high in price. But the fact that the regular Japanese one is right now only a couple weeks after its release, twenty dollars is gonna it's gonna drop more than that. You know it will. Okay, That's so nuts. this was that site we looked at a couple weeks ago. How credible is this site? I do not know. We'll just say they're relatively credible and they follow the current market trends. Um, I think all four of these cards were over or just about uh, $200 roughly in price. But this was like $500, this Iono. Now it's only $377. Only. It's not even that good of a card, honestly. I agree. I said that this penny... I thought was better, but also for sure this Clive. Clive is yeah, way that, more affordable at this point. Awesome. These are these were all like over fifty bucks, and now they're not. Um, but yeah, so this is you know twenty nine. That card would be a steal on eBay then, so I might have to buy that. But yeah, like most of the set is affordable, which is why there's I think one. It's... There's one ending in twelve minutes, by the way, at fifteen dollars and fifty cents. If you're one, hey, boy, might buy a card on live purchase. Thing. Anyways. <laughs> So, but it's funny because like here's the box for sixty seven, you know, and then wouldn't be the you've first got you've done one, two. <laughs> actually, this is the same card. I don't know why this one's a limited sale and this one's not. All right, but you've only got like four cards that are more expensive than the box itself. Now, two of them are astronomically more expensive, but it's like weird. You know what I mean? Like the price for this box. At $67, you can buy, what, like four or so before you'd end up spending this price? Now, mm -hmm. you're probably not likely to pull this card with how big the set is, but, like, you never know, you know? Like, things could happen. Yeah. I don't know. It's just crazy, and I think that's the, the interesting thing is, obviously, most of this set, well, I guess all of the set will be in... Um, Day and Fates, and it's like, I'm sure it'll be the same sort of price, not not pricing points, but like same sort of trends of like, this might be one of the more expensive cards than this one, and so on and so forth. Yeah, And it's like, I just don't see the hype 
though like it doesn't make sense so i feel like sets going forward slowly but surely while this you know these might have one trainer or something that's like the biggest price point it's just going to slowly be less and less appealing to the point where most of these cards become super easy to obtain mm -hmm. you have a couple outliers which is basically what this is you know what i mean like i don't know i i, I kind so of agree that we're falling into that low a couple cards drop and you think it's dying well, well i just mean like the hype is so probably also the fact that pokemon is like never ending with the hype train like in the sense that we're talking about shiny treasures yeah you know what i mean like the next thing is always like two things ahead well i mean you already mentioned they not even tcg related just pokemon in general they're already putting valentine stuff up on the pokemoncenter.com yeah and so you're not even at christmas yet the biggest holiday of the year and you're already looking ahead to the next holiday. Like, that's nuts. Yeah. And that's pretty much how every set has been with Pokemon for, for, for years like, now. But it seems like it's it's been really bad since, um, since COVID era. You know what I mean? Like, we've been so, uh, like, enthralled in the idea of, like, oh, man, the new set dropped. If you didn't get it opening weekend, you suck. You might as well yeah. end your channel. You might as well not open packs because you suck. Find a new hobby, you garbage monster. Go to MetaZoo, lose your job, be a good dad. That, and that was the hardest part, like, during COVID, too, was even getting your hands on stuff. So then you get to now, and it's not as hard to get your hands on stuff, really, like, at right. all, you know. Right. But I don't know. I feel like it's just, like, the it's so hard to even want to make content for openings because, like, people are getting stuff so early. People are stealing stuff, buying stolen stuff. People, you know what I mean? Like, the hype is kind of just, like, all over the place. So I yeah. feel like... I don't know. It just doesn't feel the same. So I feel like that's also partially why like now everyone's also hype, hyping up like One Piece. You know, which the yeah. cards are cool. I mean, I don't know enough Lorcana. about One Piece to want to collect it. Lorcana, obviously being that it's Disney and I mean, One Piece is sort of the same, right? Like it's a big anime so then, and they just came out with the uh, that live action that was really popular. So you have all these different Yeah, and I mean, you have all these different card uh, you know, CCGs, TCGs popping up that I think are also sort of stealing some spotlight along with being in a bad economy like Ren and we've mentioned plenty of times. So, yeah, you know, just looking at an ADD generation, ADG yeah. economy where everybody's like, need this, this, oh, this, hold this, on. this, 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 <laughs> let, me, let me let me get my pen out and I'll be like, so we got we, we got an ADD economy. Yes, everybody's buying everywhere with an economy that's not well. But like, think about like Pokemon One Fifty One, right? The Japanese and foreign cards release, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, this is so crazy!" The nostalgia, the the Kanto Pokemon, like we can't get enough of this. The set dropped in English, and people were like. The poor Oh, well, the English sets are being like printed more now, and um, think about those you UPCs. Know. You could get those as low as like eighty five dollars, like two weeks yeah, after the set came yeah. out. You know, See, the Charizard UPCs. I think yeah, part of it though is the fact that, like, when the Japanese stuff comes out or is talked about, it's still a month or two before the English set, so everybody's getting their fill of that hype with the Japanese stuff. And then by the time the English releases, it's just like 
ah, that's old news. We've got Paldean fates to look forward so to. What now. if they went with? I, I think that that has a lot to do with it. I think that has a lot to do with it because you have a lot of people that used to just exclusively collect like English, and then you know, recently maybe they've gotten into the Japanese stuff and they're just like, okay, well, I got my Japanese. I don't really care. Well, I mean, and and look at what Grumpy was saying earlier. You know, back go back to 2019, 2020, before the huge hype started hitting, Pokemon wasn't announcing three, two, three sets in advance. Like mm -hmm. we knew what. At least the I don't set, recall that happening. Right, the rise of the Pokemon. We, and, and that's, like we and knew the what fall. the next site, uh, next set might be called, and we might know a couple cards coming from it, but we didn't know the entire set two months ahead of time. You know. And nobody was getting that stuff early. The the boxes well, for Japanese. The early so was cheap. what you expected. You know, the Leonhards, the Nates, the Dannys, like the people right. that. Just because they, yeah, they were they're you know, given the boxes to open. Right, early. right, right, right. But he, nobody was going to buy Japanese cards to get them. You know, a month and a half before. Well, and you I, had your like dedicated Japanese openers, and like people like um, like Zen, myself. Not that we were big in that sense or anything like that but just there were people that kind of like delved into a little of everything you know you'd open a box or two of the japanese then when the english came out you'd open a bunch of english product and rinse repeat the same thing every couple of weeks you were changing what you're opening basically because of what was coming out but now it, the other thing too is like you i don't remember ever seeing stolen product like like yeah. oh this came out six weeks early but totally i don't remember stolen. i really don't remember japanese product coming out so early either though like it, it always felt like japanese released within like a month of or the english only... released within a month of the japanese so well, they were they were kind of well timed it felt like the other thing too with the japanese i've always thought was interesting i i don't remember i mean i don't really see it now either to be honest but they don't do like hey we rewarded you for being a cool pokétuber here's a box to open like 2 weeks early you know they're very much like I looked forward to certain people like I believe his name was like Hungry Cabagon or something like that. Yeah. He would open stuff like, you know, like 24 hours before we would technically be getting stuff because but right he off, also he was not getting it. He was going to his local yeah. card shop and doing what he can with what he could make money wise. Yeah. And, and you know, um, Brace. Well, Brace, what the hell Brace is that guy's King. name? Neon Cactus. Neon like there was all these yeah. people that were, you know, I guess live over there. I'm just assuming based on how quickly they got stuff. Um, and, you know, I guess the only other person who got it pretty quickly in comparison like that would be like uh, Ando, you know, Unlisted Leaf because you know, he's in Australia. But like, you know, you kind of look forward to that. And it, I don't know, it was like a very uh, routinely type of spread out type of content too. But now it's just so sporadic and like yeah. no real rhyme or reason. And like I said, just left and right people getting stuff where you're like, that's probably stolen. Well, you, you no know? longer have a choked supply line. Supply line is now free to open. We can get it. You know, it's there's not a lot of delays going on, right? And the thing is, I think that's uh, then we also don't have a big Logan Paul situation going on where I mean, somebody no. he's got to finish his time in the WWE and then he's going to come in and probably hype beast another card opening of some sort. Well, I mean, even if he does at this point, the only thing is, I, I think when he did it. It was that idea of like something like you're stuck in your house. You're probably like also watching content because you can't really do a whole lot. Like he's I'm sure over in L.A. and I'm sure things were even stricter over there. It depends on where you were for that stuff. But, you know, he was probably 
just, you know, going down the, the YouTube rabbit hole like we all have done at some point. I mean, it's probably how most of us got back into collecting, you know, was uh, you randomly were just going through stuff and we're like, hey, I forgot about that. And, you know, let me go look at it, whatever. And the difference is, obviously, he can afford to not care what the prices are. <laughs> Whereas, you know, when that was happening for us and he started, you know, driving demand to a limited supply, we were like, well, crap, you know, I can't get yeah. my fix anymore. But he doesn't well, care what the say, price is, you know. I'm going to say that Pokemon Go caused the big start. That was a big push of a lot of influencers uh, coming I into the Pokemon realm and putting themselves into the Pokemon YouTube realm. And a lot of them did transfer over into other content, such well, as card so, opening, which influenced a lot of people to open up their own channels. So, you yeah, know, um, smaller channels. But Pokemon yes Go no. probably really happened. You know Alex, um, I think it goes by Alex Ketchum. Mm -hmm. I heard him. Alex Hodges. Yep. Yeah. So he talked about when then, uh, so you remember the whole Frosted Caribou made a video blaming people, blah, blah, blah. He talked about it, I think, around that time. I want to say it was because of her video, and he basically was just kind of adding his two cents on the situation. And, like, she was trying to blame people like Leonhardt and Nate and them for not stepping up to like address the situations, even though it's kind of like how many people are going to be like, ah, well, Leonhardt and Nate told me not to go and buy all the product deep down. I know I shouldn't do that. You know, I'm going to listen like nobody cares, right. you know, right. realistically. But in the case of, um, you know, obviously the Logan Pauls, that was a big influencer coming in, you know, and then he, you know, got other bigger influencers and stuff in it. The point being, Alex brought up this good point. I don't know how he found this information. I'm assuming you can look it up, but basically he was looking up like when Pokemon like has had their hype trains and the introduction of Pokemon go was like one of the craziest, you know, introductions. Now that's an introduction, not like during COVID, but like, you know, back in 2016 or yeah, 2016. Well, it started off the ball, like getting people into <clears throat> the, you know, making a card opening being more aware of the Pokemon realm, the community well, out there. Because I want to say that's when Evolutions came out too, right? That was when Steam Siege you, and Evolutions, which is why they're some of the most and, heavily printed sets. And you figure Evolutions being Kanto-based, mm. you know, it's a base set reprint, basically. So there was a huge, like, nostalgic rush between this, you know, AR phone game and then people jumping into the TCG realm. So I think there was that aspect, too, that, you know, basically Alex brought up the point, like, the bigger hype train was that, just in a, you know, from people Googling the word Pokemon and, and like, all that kind of stuff. Uh, that being said, though, I mean, obviously, you know, you could have multiple mountains. They just don't have to be the same size, you know. They can be comparable to a degree, but... You know, I just don't, even if Logan Paul comes back, I don't foresee it being too problematic just because. I think it's over thanks to uh, the One Ring. I think all the hype trains are going to be, are over thanks to the One Ring. We saw how little that really hit, hit, the, hit the realm of card games. You're talking and, about uh, the, the Post Malone. Post Malone, because that was supposed to be a big thing, and it really kind of well, came think... in and then faded <laughs> out. So don't get me wrong. I don't. I think there was a huge rush for people, obviously, trying to buy that that product. Um, but Post Malone, I think, is unquestionably a big Magic fan. Whereas yeah. if if Logan Paul would have been the one who like came out of the woodworks trying to buy it up and all that, people probably would have been very like, "Oh my god, you know, garbage." Blah 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 blah. So I, I feel like you know, it was a little different, I guess. 
Yeah, also, I mean, people just don't like Logan Paul. A lot of people don't sure. like Logan Paul. And people love Post Malone. Like, he's a lot more of, like, a accepted person in the world. <laughs> I mean, he's he's a down to earth person, you know. Where Logan Paul's all about his fame and fortune, and I mean, pretty much that person. I'm happy to be here. For those of you who, for those of you who may have seen uh, the South Park special that just came out, not suitable for children. That's basically Logan Paul in it. That is, uh, they're making fun of. So they call him Logan Ledouche. But. Yeah, you know, that's, I don't know, it's it's an interesting thing, and I, I'm kind of excited in a way for 2024 mm-hmm. to see where things go from a collectability perspective. I mean, I don't think the game is going anywhere. I think the game's almost no. probably as big as it's ever been, but the from game a is in a very healthy spot, honestly. Like, but just, yeah, TCG competitively is still growing, like, at a pretty good rate. San Antonio Regionals that just happened last weekend, well, two two weekends ago it, now, what is the largest trading card event they've had ever in Pokemon's history? They had, wow. they had like over 2000 people wow. or it was just, it was right at, or just under. And were they going, people. Hey, no trades, no trades, no trades. You can't trade here. We're not allowed to trade because we take trade out of our Pokemon live. So don't trade, stop trading you two. only money. What? No, I was just saying because I think it's ridiculous that you're not allowed to trade on live stuff. Grumpy suit on here. I'm very grumpy about that. But I just think I could see us slowly falling into a lull. I mean, I think the only thing really, really carrying from a hype perspective is more the Japanese than anything. Uh, And if Japan gets their act together and actually addresses the printing and stuff to a crazy degree... You know, it's not going to matter. And it, it's almost weird that it even still matters. Like I said, just showing the prices we showed for shiny treasures and stuff. I mean, these are raw it, prices. I'm curious how they are. I'm talking about the boxes, the though. Think about it. The boxes are pretty attainable to an affordable degree where it's like it doesn't well, make I mean, sense. These crazy prices. Yeah, well, most most people like you could go three dollars. So. <laughs> Well, you could go to, you know, bar putting the crazy like TikTok sales and all that stuff aside. You could go to pretty much any game online game store right now and get a booster box of any of the Scarlet Violet sets for under a hundred dollars. And so for we're kind Japanese. of already well, <clears throat> Japanese and English. Mm-hmm. Let's see, Japanese Pokemon Scarlet booster box. The um, only thing that's that's kind of wonky Raging with the Surf Japanese. Is about 60. The Shining Treasures is or Shiny Treasures is about 75 or best offer. Black Flame 66.99. 151 is the only one that's still expensive. And that one I think is solely riding on the nostalgic effect of it. Yeah. Um But it's kind of like the Scarlet Violet a set ones. You know, you had two different boxes that made up that one set. One was astronomically I mean, shoot. priced and the other one was like no it was chump do you remember the days back back when uh you know pre-covid the regular amazon like our amazon here after about a two or three weeks you'd get like decently priced japanese boxes on there mm-hmm. you know it it would be more expensive than going on like ebay and stuff by a little bit but you'd have like the two-day shipping you know 
Yeah. They have that for uh for I think it's Raging Surf. They had it for forty five dollars. Hey, that's not I bad. really thought about buying some, but I was like, eh, you know, like I've already spent enough on me for Christmas. I'd but rather like, still buy just English though, because well, you know, I, I was like forty five dollars is back to that like this is actual MSRP, you know, like and, technically and that's kind of like you know, you made the, the reference to the mountaintops, you know, in like 2016 when Pokemon Go came out. It got really crazy popular for a year, and then it slowly started coming back down until, you know, like the 2018, 2019, yeah. where you could still find X and Y era stuff in, on shelves. You could, I mean, I found those um, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire boxes, uh, collection boxes, <coughs> On a shelf in 2019 at a Walmart. I mean, they were still finding, you know, the secret legends and all that stuff. Right. It, but, you know, like, I hope we get to back to that point where in like a year or two from now, I can still find some Sword and Shield era boxes, collection boxes and packs on the shelf and stuff. Just because we've been moving so quickly through sets and stuff and you just can't find anything anymore. And people overhype certain sets and you know now chilling rain is like the new hype set that everybody's trying to invest in and you can't find it anymore and it's like i didn't really open a lot of those sets and it's going to be nice if we can still find these sets for another year or two and let like people like me still open up and enjoy well, some of those packs for a couple more think years. about it we still see those random uh, I will just call it restocks because I don't think they were reprints, but those random restocks, uh, which you did a video on that as well on your channel, mm -hmm. um, where like randomly all of a sudden people will have found that like this set from three years ago is on in stock, you know, don't know how much is, you know, quantity wise is available, but um, on PokemonCenter.com. Now, the crappy thing with that is if you're buying their MSRP for booster boxes, it's like at least 144, I think. If yeah. not 160, so that kind of sucks. I mean, but if it's like four years base old, set box for 144 dollars is still a deal at this point, <laughs> right? You know, so like that's where it's kind of the the catch is. You know, it's no longer printed, at least to our knowledge. Um, so that could totally happen with like evolving skies and you know certain popular sets. I think the it biggest is... thing we're seeing that is with like the collection boxes and tins. Like people find you know. Hey, so and so's been stocking these. Check your WalMarts. It's got this code. Blah 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 blah. We've seen that before. Um, yeah, I don't so. see it really out of their realm to reprint stuff like that. Just because I mean, they just started putting some of this. I mean, didn't they just finish the Sun and Moon era in China? Yeah, but and, as far as reprints, right? That. Have have they ever done reprints where they address a reprint from the English side for an era that they're no longer in? Yeah, when they were in uh, Sword and Shield, they did uh, Burning Shadows and Hidden Fates. Were those uh, Hidden Fates? It was Sword and Shield. No, it wasn't. It was the end of Sun and Moon. They, but did they do but, that? But that Sword was right though? at the beginning of the Sword and Shield era, though. So, like, think of it this way: all those cards were still in rotation for like the TCG format and all that. So, Burning, right. well, maybe not Burning Shadows. Maybe Burning Shadows may have just went out of rotation. But I'm like sure Hidden Fates, Cosmic Eclipse, Team Up, Unbroken Bonds, all those were still in that rotation. And that's why they were doing some... And they, they saw the incline of popularity going back up, so they did that small reprint. And it was small. It, it really wasn't like a big one. 
the whole like them bringing pallets of burning shadows into stores, I think was their backstock they originally had. I don't think that was really a rebrand. But like the hidden fate stuff was right. But I mean, look at them. They just released. Well, know, wasn't there a hundred, like a hundred more hundred forbidden light ETBs on their website? And that's like six years old at this point. I thought there was like a big debate on the like the quality of the print on it, but I could be wrong. Hidden fates. Well, I, I think that. it was just oh. from from the very beginning, it was uh, I think for hidden shadows, fates, um wasn't there like a glossier effect then? Uh there was yeah, when they reprinted it. I think they came like it came out glossier than the previous version. Was that because they reprinted it like three times? I think now was it all of the reprints or wasn't it? Like, the I, third I think it was one after the second. It was, I think it was after the second one. Yeah, because so, like, I was going to say I remember there was like a weird cardboard. thing with how people could ch- tell or something. I don't know. Yeah, I think but it that was, was uh, still. If I recall, it was the. I think it was the baby shinies that had like the actual card was like glossier than the. Yeah, I actually have one that's like half. Half gloss, half texture. Oh yeah, and it was one of those error cards. Yeah, I remember that now. But error that cards. was at Did the era. Like I said, that was Hidden Fates was still a new enough set to where you <clears throat> figure early twenty twenty that would have only been a couple months old. Yeah, because that came out basically in November. So even though it was a new, we were in a new era. It was it was still like a new set, so it made sense to reprint. You know, right? But yeah, at the, this point, them going back to reprint a Sun and Moon era. It, it's just, clear why clear they reprinted it. it. Yeah. What's suit on? There's a clear reason why they reprinted it, and there's and the sets that they reprinted are are the ones that may have been reprinted are have a singular card in that <laughs> that everybody wants. The Pikachu Evolutions Charizard, Hidden Fates Charizard, Burning Fates or Burning Shadows Charizard. All of these sets have a freaking Charizard and they print it back out. But that's not hard to accomplish when every other set from Pokemon has a Charizard in it. In fact, I still think they should do a total non-Charizard set where like no card is called Charizard anything, right? But every artwork predominantly shows a Charizard. <laughs> like some I sort of that idea. I, I think it, that would be it. so funny. Like it's like a parody set, basically. Well, it'd be I like a like special delivery out for behind Badoof. something like. Yeah, like you know, like it's like imagine yeah, um, by a stunt fist. It's like they go to do the 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 Venusaur altar version of that fight with him and uh, uh, Charizard. You know, Venusaur and Charizard. But oh, like, yeah, yeah. it's predominantly Venusaur. You know what I mean? But then it's well, like, like I said, the special delivery Bidoof. <laughs> He's yeah, I mean, riding on the back of a Charizard, and that's the only reason people wanted it, it was because that's a great, it that's had a great Charizard um, on it, but it was a Bidoof card. That's a, that's a great uh, uh, example. Like, I think that would be so funny for them to do, even if it was a full set. To be honest, I just a whole like parody set basically of everything is so much more like predominantly Charizard in the artwork, but none of it is called Charizard. That way, the whole thing is like. Are you going to collect the whole set because you're a big Charizard fan? Are you? Are you? <laughs> you know, like and make it a giant set, like almost every Pokemon in the in the Pokemon universe except for Charizard. There'll be like thousand card cards. Card be like, oh, I think this is a Charizard, but it's actually like Ditto. No, yeah, all of them. Like all of them are not Charizard, but every card artwork shows Charizard. I think that'd be awesome. I think that would be like such a game changing set, to be honest.
but I mean, I wouldn't put it past him for doing something kind of wild like that, though, either. <laughs> you know, well, let us know what y'all think there, audience members. Do you think Pokemon TCG is dying, or do you think he's just happened to be in a lull that needs to be saved by a Logan Paul of sorts? Let us know. You're going to jump off the top below. rope, frog splash yeah. you into a uh, like, uh, chokehold of having to buy all the product off the shelves again and push over little kids to make sure you get their product too and they don't get to enjoy their birthday. He's got to have his cred. Yeah, you know, got to have that backpack. Gotta it's, got the two, it's got the two uh, drink holders on each side so you can be like, look at my cred. <laughs> look at my cred. Um, but yeah, we, we've got something else we were going to talk about, uh, which is the Union Arena. Uh, hey, so before... Zen- before we get into that, I just want to say, Sudan, since you said Stunfisk, I was meaning to tell you, and I forgot, look up the Stunfisk from Obsidian Flames. There a is beast. actually a really, like, Mimi deck that you can... Mimi deck. I'll have to look that up. Did somebody build my deck? Because I saw it's, the Stunfisk, and I'm like, it's it's got playability. Yeah, I just wanted to put that out there, so because I feel like you would definitely... By the way... That. Stunfisk made it into this generation, so it's now every generation since its creation, it's been in. Just, just so you guys know, because God, you look so funny. Your face. It came out in black and white, right? This face right here. Oh, (laughs) that switch (laughs) off real quick. He knew it was coming. Yeah, I mean, I saw him lean forward to grab his mouse. I was like, oh no. Hey, you want to know who else has been in every generation since it's come out? Charizard. Darmanitan. Darmanitan. Useless knowledge from the Pokemon universe. Uh, All right, anyway, we can move on now. That's all. All right, Zen, take it away. What do we got here? What are we looking at? Or should I show this one first? I don't know. Uh, well, either way. So, um, so some time ago, a uh, new TCG came out in Japan called Union Arena. And uh, it's basically like the type of uh, TCG where they go through different animes. Uh, they've it's like just shown and jump ones. Yeah, they've done a bunch of these. It's kind of like the the white shorts kind of thing where they they go from one TCG to another. Um, and they've they've done a bunch of them. Um, Hunter Kaisen. Uh, yeah, they've done that. They've done My Hero Academia. Uh, they've they've just done a ton of them, and now they're actually going to be coming out in English. So I believe the uh, release for English is in March. Um, it uh, so it's, it's really that Bandai has coming out this year <clears throat> or next year because they got the revamp on revamp from uh, Dragon Ball and they got this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't um, see the so, date on it. Uh, scroll up. I think it was up on. There was there. dates it in the middle there. right there. Oh, it should be nope. Scroll down. Scroll down. Your trading card game coming. Uh, oh, I guess it doesn't say it there, but I know I I had seen it was uh, March. You said March something. Yeah, yeah I was trying to look, and I just see all these December's and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it should be coming out in March um, in English. So if you're into like you know different animes and stuff like that, this could be a, a pretty cool uh, TCG to look at. Um, I mean, the cards look good, and. Uh, you know, it's got good art and all that stuff. So, so is the first set a combination of these, 
Or is it like each of these is getting its set? So, um, so every time they come out with a new set, I think it's like three different animes combined. Or they you can get like three different decks or three different animes. Um, so they all, I mean, you can play them all together, obviously. So like, it doesn't, you, you're not confined to just one anime, but um, yeah, they, they come out with like three at a time. So that uh, should be the three that are coming out there is. Uh, yeah, these are. I, mean, I see Bleach and I yeah. see Jitsu Kaisen kind of mixing in a way, but I don't know yeah. Monster or Hunter x Hunter. Hunter x Hunter, so, yeah. Hunter x Hunter is, uh, I've, it's the only uh, anime out of the three that I've actually seen. Um, and it's actually really good. Bleach gets a little convoluted, like most animes, but they yeah. kind of brought it back. But well, Bleach has so, been around forever. What is this Metaverse lobby? Do you know anything about this? Uh, so Metaverse lobby looks like they're they're going to be um, basically it, it's to play, and mm -hmm. they it's like an online kind of uh, gameplay kind of thing. Um, where they're allowing, like, I think it's like a thousand attendees or something like that. Um, it's like a beta test. Yeah, it's kind of like a beta trial kind of thing uh, to play the game. I think they set a lot of that up with Digimon because they were. So, are you going to do it? Starting December twenty uh, seventh. No, I'm probably not. I'm probably not. But whack. Yeah, I know. But yeah, so like, apparently, you create an avatar, and then you, you know you can play some decks and stuff like that on on there. Sick nasty avatars. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> I'm gonna so, try. Um I mean it looks interesting. The the TCG itself looks you know pretty good. I, I don't know how it plays. I know there's a video out there um kind of showing exactly how to play but it's in Japanese. So love that. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind so of what learn it looks Japanese like. and then watch it, yeah. learn it, report yeah. back to us, right? Well, I'm sure there's videos out there. Looks a lot like the Pokemon client to a degree, I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I guess. I mean, I guess how different can a card game be, I guess. It looks very right. similar to the Digimon client when they released theirs for the, to train, for the training card game. This is interesting. You got your little lobby seat you would be in. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Uh, cool stuff there. I don't know anything about even the animes, let alone what all this is. Yeah, Bandai's um, really, really putting out a lot of stuff. I mean, I'm surprised that they're, you know... That's kind of the stuff. crazy thing, is Bandai seems to be kind of revamping everything, right? Because, mm -hmm. you know, Dragon Ball Super just got its whole thing um, just redone. It, well, yeah, it's, and did you, is Digimon redoing theirs, too? Digimon and uh, yeah. Dragon Ball are both getting revamps. Yeah, so it's just kind of crazy. Like they're kind of just like starting all the way anew, you know. Which I mean, you know, I guess can't hurt to kind of revamp stuff, you know. I mean, I guess I'm curious if they're revamping for the sake of revamping, or if it's like easier for them to kind of do all of it similarly since well, they're I the know. Ones putting it all out. Well, I know at least on the Dragon Ball or on the Dragon Ball, the Digimon side. The metas have kind of fallen into a state of decay. Like there really is no real, like or like they they do championships, but there's not a lot of play, and mm -hmm. they're losing a lot, and it's getting worse and worse for them. Just I guess there's a lot of elitism amongst the players, mm -hmm. and that's making it very toxic, and so it's leading to a 
decline. And I'm pretty sure it's the same well, as Dragon Ball because Dragon Ball kind of became, let's find all the big heavy cards that we can PSA, you know? All the Dragon Balls. Yeah, so... Is it like um, a power creep, Dragon... but it's not a creep? It's like a leap? No. Uh... <laughs> no idea. Um, I know that the with the Dragon Ball, what they're doing, though, is they're apparently the new release that they're doing is they're simplifying the game. So right. I guess maybe they've realized that their games are kind of convoluted and not easy to pick up. And so they're just kind of like, all right, well, let's put out an easier version of it. I, I don't know if maybe that'll get the interest of, you know, like players. I don't know. It's just they need to do something, and having a digital uh, client is going to help them. Yeah, you having a digital know. client should help for for, for real. Um, I think one of the the toughest things with like Dragon Ball and all that stuff is that you know obviously you've got more of a collector base than probably a player base. You know, and so the cards. I mean, they were get they got pretty expensive pretty quickly. Um, oh, yeah, there was even like Gary come. got into it. So, yeah, they were getting really crazy. Um, in fact, some of the booster boxes from just like a couple years ago are insanely expensive. Um, there's several sets that really, really went nuts, and so I guess it it gets hard for like players to actually get into the game if they can't afford it. So yeah, that's the other we thing. had mentioned at one point, you know, it's also hard when there's not an actual anime or another like resource because Pokemon at least has other things that can kind of help supplement whatever. Yeah. So I don't know. It's got its staying power. Well, that's the funny thing though, is like Digimon and Dragon Ball and stuff like that have been around for so long, you know? Like it's not like they're new. Like, you know, some of the other animes, for example, are much newer. You know, yeah. I think Dragon Ball is older than Pokemon. You know, I can't speak on Digimon, but Dragon Ball for sure is older than Pokemon. But it's yeah, like but they just had Super, and they're still releasing movies. True, I'm just saying it's it's interesting, like comparatively, that you know, one is not is a successful anime, anyways, but it doesn't have the same luck when it comes to the TCG. And I mean, obviously, the game could be why you know the like the mm. aspect of the game could be totally why, but it's like, what is this? Their like fourth restart or something? Huh? The uh, for, Dragon Ball? For, yeah, for <laughs> Dragon Ball's like TCG. Uh, for the TCG, yeah, probably like fourth or fifth. So it's just like kind of wild to think that you know they can't get their act together in a way. Well, they've switched. I mean, they changed like a f couple of times. They changed uh, different um, card makers. True. So that doesn't, you know. Really is, is there you, like is there new Dragon Ball shows and stuff coming out though too? So there's like, something you know, coming. One thing is, I almost wonder if they're not doing enough to keep the like the fan base going. You know, where well, like Pokemon has games every year and they have the shows and the movies and everything else to go with. Well, it. The, the, the problem. Interesting. The movie that came out this year. Well, interestingly, though, I think with Dragon Ball, like making games is kind of hard because it's like it's kind of like Mortal Kombat, right? Mortal Kombat has been around for forever and it's a cool game. But like 
what's different from you know the Mortal Kombat that came out five years ago to the Mortal Kombat that came out this year besides graphics? It's just a fighting story. Game, Actually, you know? to tell you the truth, they rebooted the entire universe thanks to uh, Liu Kang. I guess it was uh, he completely rebooted all of it, so that's why it was called Mortal Kombat One. But that's like if you're if you're like deep in the lore of things, sure. But I'm just saying, like, if you're just kind of casually, like, oh, like, for example, Pokemon, right? You might casually play the games, and the whole concept is it's a new era, there's new Pokemon, there's new trainers, there's everything, you know? And then, of course, they do the, you know, I'm going to call it a reprint. They do the reprint of the games, like they did with um, BDSP or whatever, and, you know, Pokemon Let's Go and so on. No. And... You know, when they do that kind of stuff, then you also get the rush of nostalgia from the people who played those games when they originally came out. And, you know, it's kind of just feels different, I guess, because they're so kind of low key. Whereas for, you know, Dragon Ball games, it's kind of unfortunate that it's like literally just fighting games over and over and over again. Well, so I'll argue this there, uh, Mr. Ren, if you think about it this way, it doesn't need to have an IP present on a grander scale like movies or tv show because there are ips out there that had trading card games playable card games from very very huge and very popular still to this day i know where you're going with this but star wars yeah i didn't think i was going with that but i I, you know star wars they had several of those i was thinking star wars lord of the rings and harry potter yeah but i mean those had didn't have the staying power. Even I mean, even during the hype of Pokemon Go, they couldn't do Harry Potter Go. You know that they they shuttered that one quickly. Pokemon Look, no, I, had a game that lasted longer than it. With you know? with the Star Wars, okay. So like Decipher used to make trading card games, and they they just all flopped. They weren't Wizards of the Coast. I think they had a lot to do with it. The Harry Potter game in particular died off, even though they were Wizards of the Coast, because Warner Brothers took over and then said, nah, fam, stop it. We're not well, doing Warner this. Warner Brothers thing. doesn't know how to handle franchises. We'll, we'll, right, we'll right. But they that. straight up just like axed it. They're like, no, we're not doing a trading card game anymore. So it's not like it died off or anything. It's the company literally just was like, nope, we're not. We're just not doing this thing anymore. Um, same with Lord of the Rings, but they were Decipher as well. So they just eventually fizzled out. But my, my whole point just being, you know, Pokemon has a lot of stuff to keep it going. It helps carry some hype over into these lull periods. Yeah, I mean, Pokemon look at Pokemon. Also- they've had their moments where they've dipped and they've had to really reach into the bag of tricks to start throwing out gold star promos in these little packs. If you remember the 2004 to 2008 era to get people to play the game because it was dying off pretty quickly i just think stuff like that and like magic is a little bit different they don't really have an ip for that but they're they're branching off into all these other ip uh ips you know you've got uh doctor who and you know jurassic park and stuff like that where people are constantly being reminded and drawn back to it fighters coming right exactly so i I'm not saying it's the only recipe for success that, you know, Bandai could use. I'm just saying stuff like that definitely assists in keeping Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! Well, it helps that Pokemon's so all over. You know, my mom knows about Pokemon, but my mom is not going to know about... Unless she knows Harry Potter, I guess that's a bad example, but... Well, I mean, who doesn't know about Dragon Ball, though? 
So even me, I yeah, never a watched lot of Dragon Ball. Know about Dragon Ball. <laughs> My mom was when we were watching the Thanksgiving Day Parade when Goku comes floating down the street. She's like, "Who that?" I, I don't know. I would argue <laughs> that it's still a relatively popular franchise. Well, like, Jackie oh yeah, no, no. I think I think Dragon Ball is like that cross into it's. I guess technically an anime, but it's very Americanized, similar to Pokemon. So a lot of people, if you're like, "Oh, I watch anime and like throw out Dragon Ball," people are gonna be like, "Meh," you know. It's got it's got a very very cult following, and honestly, it's like my best friend his uh, kids are gonna play Pokemon because it's generational at this point, and he's seen there's but Poke or Dragon Ball, they they don't care, and they're that's kind of the thing too. It's like when you think about like Pokemon because they do generations like every couple of years or every few years, like you have a, a starting point for like every generation you know like obviously you could say the same thing for dragon ball but like if you just started watching dragon ball like if it comes on cartoon network or if it comes on anything like that and you were just like oh man i'm gonna watch today's episode you're not gonna know who like anybody is you know now fair you wouldn't know a lot of the pokemon in you know say if you started with one of the current gens but you would be at the same starting they point with that their gen. own name they're just kind of easy to catch on. Well, I just mean like yeah, playing the game. You know, like if you like run into a Pokemon, you're going to be like, oh, I have no idea who this Pokemon is. But like any of the new Pokemon would be that same thing for anybody who just started that generation. You know, as you have witnessed from me uh, and Zen all year, we don't know this Pokemon, but I mean, that's pretty know. much all of us because we. Because <laughs> it's me too. <laughs> but I wasn't going to throw anybody else, but I know for certain that until Zen it comes I out on a TCG card, then I don't really. That's the only way. I I'm get just to know saying Pokemon though, like anymore. it's it's kind of that idea that's interested interesting to me is like I forget that not everyone is the same age. So like when I'm like, oh man, you know, what's your favorite gen? And people start like naming other generations and stuff. You know, a lot of it goes down to age too, though. Like, wait till you see you know somebody I mean? goes. My favorite generation is Pokemon Go. I mean, if they say that, they're it's wrong. Just not dead. a generation. <laughs> like, it's sad is when they start telling you evolutions based on how Pokemon Go does it. Because I can't tell you how some of the Gen Five and Six and Seven Pokemon evolve, because I haven't really played a lot of those generations. Yeah, not all the way through, but you know, there's some that Gen I have. Five was the best. I need to. I need to go back and play them, but it's it's really hard. Make that face again. I need to go zoom in on that face, Grumpy. But so one of the things I've like I've seen from like uh, I think did both Digimon and um, Dragon Ball is the fact that they actually do a first edition run and then they do a second edition run. And um, so I, I got huh? Doesn't Yu Gi Oh as well? Um, I think so. I think they just do a first edition and then they have like uh unlimited or whatever, but yeah, it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Um, regardless, but the second edition cards, like they literally stamp them second edition and you can buy the booster boxes for like $30. They're yeah. like super cheap, super cheap. So like if you are a player you can get your hands on second edition cards. You don't have to necessarily, you know, get the first edition. You just got to wait a little longer. So that's a good thing about that. The bad thing is, like, I mean, they're printing. The, the, I don't know if it makes sense for them to just print, like, first edition, second edition. 
because they're selling these boxes for $30. Like, wouldn't they just make more money if they just said, okay, we're just going to do one run? Right. Or or even do two runs, but don't stamp them second edition? You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, I guess for a big company, like, how does. much does it really cost to make a booster box? Well, I'm sure it's cheap, but for them but regardless i mean like if you look at pokemon pokemon can put out a bunch of product for a set and you have no idea how much product is out there and it doesn't necessarily gotta go watch the, the pokeballer 69 420 to tell you but it doesn't lower the value of like the actual product right like right. <clears throat> unless unless it's like something where you know you go to walmart and they've got like you know, something on sale or something like that. But usually that doesn't lower the value of the product because there's no accountability as to how much is out there. And everything is first edition technically. Whereas like with Dragon Ball, it's okay. We know this is second edition. So I ain't paying that much for it. You know what I mean? It's kind of weird how they do that. Um, I mean, I don't have a problem with it for the, for the players. I think that's a great thing. Yeah. And then you got all the collectors that are going to go after the first edition stuff. So yeah, yeah. I mean that was the cool thing about opening, opening the like, Dragon Ball Super stuff. All the second edition stuff, I think at most is like fifty bucks. Yeah, for like the really popular sets. Yeah, I mean so, I've bought a I've bought a, uh, several of the boxes <clears> at like thirty dollars or something like that, and I was like, yeah, same. Just just to open them for fun because I was like, well, you know, um, it, it the the first editions get really expensive really quick so you're kind of like eh, i don't really want to spend 150 bucks on the booster box or 160 dollars on a booster box so i'm gonna yeah, for 24 packs you don't know yeah. you know you're you're probably after just a couple chase cards you yeah know. i mean if you're if you're just opening for fun or if you're a player then second edition is just fine i mean yeah as long yeah. as you're not trying to invest <laughs> or anything you know it is interesting how bandai does that you know, particularly, I guess, with more Dragon Ball, but just they, they don't, you know, have the same I, following with, like, Pokemon. I am curious, though, like, I don't know, 10 years from now, you know, um, are those second editions going to be worth anything? Or are they just going to be, like, just whatever? You would think, I mean, eventually, it's limited product to some degree. You know, they probably didn't print a massive print run of it, per se. Maybe they did, but... You know, like when I go places, like if I go to like Target and, and Walmart and stuff, they even have Dragon Ball Super. It's like one row of sleeves, maybe. I don't know. Collection dude. sets. They're still out there. Like, okay, so one of the sets that I had gotten, um, I think it was like 35 bucks or something like that, um, was the, uh, let me see if I can find it really quick because I can't remember the name. Like Unison uh, Warrior or whatever. Yeah, it was a Unison Warrior uh, Blood. Was it Blood Vermilion or something like that? Yeah, uh, something like that. Um, I might have that wrong. Vermilion is in it, I'm pretty sure, because I think I've yeah, seen it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Too. Yeah, there's one that's like Unison Warrior, uh, Rise of the Unison Warrior, and then there was another one that was. Um, uh, da, 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 it was Blood Vermilion. Oh, yeah, Vermilion Bloodline. So for a million bloodlines, like still thirty dollars, um, but you can still get it. Like they're still printing it, or they printed so much of it that it's still out there. And you would think at like thirty dollars, you'd probably sell out, but no, they're they're still selling. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess it's like you probably have a, a massive amount. Well, not a massive. You have a good amount of people that are focused on just collecting for value and then a few players. So it's like, you know, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe the game really isn't that good, like in the sense of it's not doing that good. So then that's why you don't see this. So, why, so I don't really get why would you put out a second edition at that point? You know what I'm saying? Like just yeah, yeah, yeah make, for sure. Just print up one per a little run. bit more of your regular edition and just get rid of this. Make edition. it not a first edition. Just make it an edition. It's hard to tell. I mean, I don't know. I have I, I'm. I don't know if there's numbers out there or any statistics on how well the card game is selling or whatever the case is. But um, I would logically would think if they're doing really well, then. That's why they're putting out a second edition because they're selling out of the first editions. And, but, but then you look at the second editions and they've been out there for, I mean, the of Vermilion Bloodline. I bought those boxes like a year, year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. Second editions. They're still not sold out. So you can still get them. Yeah. Uh, it also could be certain sets too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. certain sets aren't great or something. You know, mm -hmm. one of those things. Because that's the other thing. You know, is <laughs> I'm looking at the dragon boxes, and there's no differentiation, at least on the English side. I didn't see anything on the Japanese ones either. Of first edition, second editions. And yeah, I can't remember if Digimon does it. I don't remember seeing it, so I don't think they they do. did. Like point one point oh and one point yeah, yeah, five, yeah. but that was actually their set numbers. That wasn't like any versions or. Yeah, uh, maybe Digimon doesn't do the the second edition. I and it was funny. Was Digimon was also out in. They came out like at the end of that COVID bump, <clears throat> um, and they were. Uh, they really didn't like. They just printed more. And they didn't really because it printed out, and I remember it sold out when the first run came through. But then they're just like, "Here's a bunch more, and the second yeah. set." And then yeah. they're like, "Oh, English side, put them all together." So, well, I, I mean, you can, still, you can still get those uh, those twenty twenty one gift boxes. You can still get those for twenty bucks. Yeah, the Digimon ones. Yeah, I never those gift boxes. I don't think really were like killing it too much. The ones over here. Like a lot of the ones that they had on the Japanese side were actually relatively well built. They actually had like decent promos. They didn't give you like six of the same promo that you didn't care about. You You're mean like, like most Japanese products compared to the <laughs> English stuff or TCG? Touche. Yeah. Because you figure we don't really get anything that awesome here. How um, often are people freaking Boucher? out about our collection stuff? I almost said Boucher. Like Boucher. Just, it said a touche, but I didn't think you would catch it. You know what I did catch? It's a whining dog. These hands. No. <laughs> no. Oh. 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 oh, oh. <laughs> the final pickups of the week. Week of the year. 52. Kimmy, I'll let you outside in a second. Hold on. <clears throat> so for the final pickups of the week of the year, who's got a pickup? I got what I get I for Christmas tomorrow. Tomorrow or Christmas? All right, man. I got some too. Not a lot, but I got some. Let, let's do Ren first, while Sudon 
is off Sage. Well, Back. I was doing a claim sale on Facebook recently, and a lot of these cards I picked up were only like a dollar. Sick. Love that. Love a deal. All this is not nice. going to focus again, but I got some alternate art style nice. cards here. Yeah, you should nice, know nice. your camera sucks by now. Well, it doesn't help that they're like in sleeves and top loaders, so like the glare yeah, is but it's just this Oh, the ice cube. This camera does not focus. I ended up pulling that ice cube. Holy gold. crap, is that... Oh, no, that's... Uh, that's, that's the gold Skeledurge. Skeledurge, yeah. Uh, the Urshifu V. Ew. And then the Hoopa alternate art. So I got, like, all these for, like, a dollar or two each. Um, okay. Did you have to meet up with somebody? No, I just... They shipped them to me. Nice. Picked nice. up uh, some more... Some one P. These are actually oh the gosh. only two... Two packs of one piece. These are all for shorts. And then I got one pack of Lorcana left. Um, I did. One of the cooler pickups I got was the, I finally got one of these celebrations. Dad caps is what they're called. Oh, that's cool. Maybe rocking this here pretty soon. Uh, but the, probably the coolest pickup <laughs> was not really a pickup for me. It was an early hair Christmas present for my wife was I got the little Darumaka plush. Sick. Loved it. I took it with me to a uh, local tournament last night, and he gave me he gave me some good luck. So sick. You gotta get That's a haircut soon. Absolutely not. I'm I'm letting the uh, I'm letting the flow flow. Whoa! You got a little Danny McBride starting wow. to go on. I know, dude. Look at how like how curly my hair is. Hold on. You know, like brush it back. He pushes it down. He makes it so you can't see it. <laughs> oh my god. If only the military could see you now. I know. You got this and and the, the flow going on in the back. Oh, it, it's called the drop dead heart attack. Alrighty. Well, suit on. Let us know your pickups. This Claire Daring and this uh, Owen... Grady from Jurassic World, uh, Funko Pops. That's what I got yesterday for Christmas. Nice. Oh, you know what? Right. I do have something. You know, I gotta. I gotta you already had the, your time. Move on. I gotta one up the sauce boss here. I got some buttermilk ranch Ooh, from Wendy's. I do. Love, I do Wendy's. Love yeah, Wendy's. Yeah, but do you have the Taco John's mild sauce along with the Del Taco? Mild okay, sauce. you got wow. me a Del Taco. We just opened up a and Taco John's here, and it's honestly kind of garbage. What Wendy's is a Taco John's? Hot chili? It's like a more expensive version of Del Taco and way worse quality. Dude, it's so bad. It's so bad. It, it's, it's not great. So yeah, I asked yeah, the kid yeah. in the drive-thru at the Taco John's, I was like, so how is it? And he's all like, oh, it's really good, man. It's really good. And I'm all like, he gave me this burnt quesadilla. <laughs> and I'm like, Sick. like, so this is really good. I could have gotten, I mean, this is 20 cents more than the Taco Bell uh, roll up. I could have gone to Taco Bell, but yeah, dude, it was not worth it. I just made my own, I made my own roll ups at home. Oh, well, look at Zen, do you have any pickups? No, I, I didn't think so, but I just had to ask. I don't, I don't All right. know. What did you uh, want to pick up if you could pick up something? I don't know. If you I was looking at some of those Chinese cards. Up, would you pick up? Might, I might order some of those Chinese cards again. Those, uh, I think they got some like uh, World of Warcraft ones actually. And, oh, the uh, ones you sent to Sudan. 
Well, they got yeah, so they they put up some Jurassic World ones, and they also have like a new uh, a DC set that came out that looks pretty damn. Oh good man, too. those are those like those Marvel ones you were opening early. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. Uh, pretty sick. Final pretty pickup got the Lorcana Rise of the Floodborne Trove. Um, actually, got three of these. Opened one. I uh, did not realize the box yeah. on the inside is a solid box like it's kind of like an etb except it's like two of these side by side sort of with a little divider down the middle so you get a whole box like this um that's kind of cool but you get two deck boxes that are made out of cardboard that kind of pissed me off a little bit um because they're just cheap uh and but there it is there's the disappointment you know it, it's not it, it could be worse you know what i mean show like it. they actually show it show um it. It's don't the Pokemon ones come prepared. like they have a little cardboard box that's <clears> the <throat> deck holder? No, oh, those are plastic. Well, they don't even What's come like the ETBs don't come with a oh oh the, yeah, the ETBs don't come with no, but no. I mean they're pretty solid. They have the dividers. Hold on a sec, you keep talking. We want it. Yeah, why don't um, we want to keep talking? What are we telling to talk about? But Pokemon does have the little plastic ones that come in the collection boxes and stuff, and they do. They apparently make ones based on their sets because mm -hmm. guys at locals yesterday had like a Paldea evolved little deck box that was plastic, and somebody had one that was obsidian flames. Because so. I'm talking about these. Oh, so, okay. It's like a shoe box. Okay. It's kind of like the uh, Pokemon oh, Center um, Celebrations Elite Trader box. And it's, let me turn the brightness up on this. Yeah, you might need you need to turn on some lights. You get, I mean, that's not too bad, though. No, I mean, and this is what it looks like, the deck boxes. You get two of these. Not the same artwork, but the crappy thing is, like, you know, it was, like, folded all flat. So That is exactly what Magic but, together is. It's, it's better than nothing, uh, yes. for sure. But it, I don't know, man. Out. I mean, well, I've been... Take it to your LGS one time, and that's that stuff's gonna be falling apart. Yeah, I mean the good thing, I guess, is that you can fit more cards in there than an ETB. For well, sure, yeah. I mean, it's it's cooler in that aspect, and it's like if you were like, oh, I'm gonna slap a bunch of decks in. I guess you could, but like I had um the so I have actual Lorcana, the plasticky ones that are like this. This is what yeah. I was talking about, Ren. These these type of plasticky things. Yeah, those, oh, those are like are those. Are those the plastic ones? Those are the decks. These are like this those is what are, I was talking about. He like the battle decks because they come with the actual like the deck boxes. So like this is the Mewtwo, Mewtwo yeah, Mayhem. This is those. Yeah, those are pretty, like a pretty ten dollar battle deck thing. Yeah, but they come. That's what I was thinking that he might have showed us. Is uh, like what the cardboard was. That's what I was thinking. No, but these are. I mean, this is so cool though, in a way, like from a display purpose. You know what I mean? I wouldn't want to have to tote mm -hmm. this around because it's it's a little sturdy. But like, if you like threw it in a backpack and you know, eventually it's gonna you know tear and all that kind of stuff and all that. Like, I'd rather keep keepsake the box as box. is. But, you could put all you your know. keepsake and your diary in it. Yeah, my hopes and dreams. <laughs> dreams and do talk about who you want to date in the future. Oh, Taco Bell. But yeah, uh, that's that's what I got actually. Today at 3 a.m., well, I guess at the point of recording this, yesterday at 3 a.m., the uh, Disney shop put out the reprint stuff, so I was able to snag booster boxes and stuff of that. 
Uh, they did not do Troves, though. So it's the only thing I'll be missing from the first chapter. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to put out their reprints or whatever of the Troves on their site and Target and everywhere <clears> else <throat> while I'm working. So I don't get that. I'll be honest. I don't know that the troves are that worthwhile though, because they're like 50 bucks. And, you know, just to kind of reiterate for those of you who don't know what you get, you get the two cardboard deck boxes, not really worth that much. In my opinion, you get, um, the storage box, which is nice. I'll give you that. Like, it's not that nice, not for 50 bucks. Um, you get eight booster packs and then 15 damage counters. It's not great for 50 bucks. It's not you know? great. How now, how's the quality of the uh, of the actual box compared to an ETB? Because the ETBs are pretty damn good quality. Like that, I would say based on the fact that an ETB, like once you've opened it, you get like this much coverage. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, it this is better. Um, yeah. This top and obviously the bottom is pretty much the same kind of construction. Is pretty similar to this top. This, you know, I'm holding. Is it know, as thick though? Because I mean, like the ETB box um, is pretty thick. Like I would say it's a little bit thinner, not by a ton. Like mm -hmm. you could definitely tell, but I think the biggest reason it seems flimsier overall is just the fact that, like, you know, the top is barely much of a top. It's kind of like an actual cap versus, right. you know, a hole encasing. If it if it actually went down the length, maybe by like another couple inches. You'd probably be like, oh man, like this makes it a lot more sturdy. Right. But it's not like this top would pop off so easy in comparison to this. You know what I yeah. mean? Like yeah. you have to pick this top off. Like I'm, you know. Yeah, sometimes they off. don't sometimes they don't even come off. Like so ETBs from a you know, just longevity are probably better, but you know, they could always change these in the future, you know. Um, I think the these look cooler though, from a you know, as is perspective, these are a little bit more. You know, Maybe they just I add do. like a latch or something to it, so it you know it secures. Yeah, or it's like it a rim of like magnetic or something, you know, to kind of yeah. something. But yeah, they do you know, magnets. Like, the kids you know, have to find those magnets. Well, if they put magnets or even even just like one latch to secure it down, they're yeah. gonna upcharge you another fifteen twenty dollars. Yeah, that's the only reason I'm like, yeah, for fifty bucks. Like in the future, I probably wouldn't make as much of a fuss about trying to get them. It was more just, you know, I know how it's been like the first couple sets. So I was like, ah, I want to experience all the Disney magic I can. Um, <laughs> it didn't feel very magical, but you know, in my mind, it was going to be. Um, but yeah, and honestly, as the prices are kind of starting to plummet a little bit, you might not have to worry about that by like set three and four because it might be one of those things where you can get them under MSRP. So yeah. We shall see. Well, um, we're hoping. Well, the yeah. thing is, is you know, even Pokemon changed their ETBs over the years, so they've gotten better and more sturdy. So, yeah, like I can't imagine in ten years they'll be the exact same. I, you know, some stuff will change. Who knows? But yeah. I'm not too worried about it. Um, but yeah, that uh, I think pretty much wraps up our final episode of the year. Uh, our yeah, next episode awesome. actually comes out on the first. Mm, uh, wow. of the year, uh, assuming we do drop it on the Monday. Again, uh, I'm going to start it off this, right. <clears throat> you should be seeing this on Tuesday, the 26th, uh, unlike our normal uh, you know, Monday release. Uh, we wanted to give you a chance to hopefully spend more time with your family and loved ones, and you know, we didn't want to distract you from that. Yeah, uh, but hopefully, hopefully you all were uh, here for this. Um, we appreciate everything for this year. It's been a wonderful ride. Lots of yeah. great stuff. We love you all. 
We didn't quite make a thousand. Just shy. Suit on eyebrows. Just made the cut. No pun intended. Um, maybe <laughs> next year. Wasn't it a, that ETB behind you? Supposed <clears throat> to be opened if you did it or something. No, it was your know. eyebrows. No, no, that's eyebrows were shaved. Point. I might have to go make a bunch of bot accounts. MSRP <laughs> is higher than that uh, ETBs. So, yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, thank you all for watching. Make sure you let us know how your Christmas and holidays went and let us know your opinions on the Pokemon stuff uh, as far as do you think it's dying, do you think it's not, do you think it's all a sham, is, you know, how does PosiTrack work on a Plymouth? Nobody knows. But we will see you what guys next year. Is We're back in 2024. Bigger, better. 2,000 subs. 2,000 subs. Bigger, better, and with more cred. One's a meatball cred. One's a tuna sub. Later. One's going to be a monster No tuna noodle casserole, though. Yeah, that's... Salad.